0: Welcome, everyone, to today's special teleseminar seminar on 200 million people and no Google or search engine required to tap into the marketplace. My name is Jim Morris, founder of NicheBot, and I'm thoroughly pleased and excited to have you on tonight's call because, you know, people are duking it out on Google. You've got competitors. You've got to beat them out with getting backlinks. And then you've got Google. Not knowing what they're going to do next on whatever search engine algorithm they're going to twist up on us. And, you know, honestly, I see a lot of technical hurdles when it comes to newbies trying to set up websites, membership sites, PayPal, customer support, merchant accounts, refunds, all this sort of stuff that goes into building that, building your website and building, trying to build an income. And now, you know, more than ever a lot of co- consumers and even business owners are wanting to get away from their house they want to be mobile and they want to get away from the darn computer and so what we're going to talk about tonight is a marketplace that alleviates a lot of the hassle and it gets taps into people that are you know away from their computers and with that i'd like to introduce our guest expert on the call tonight. His name is Scott Patton, and he's the podcasting expert as well as a copywriting and blogging expert. Welcome to the call, Scott. Hey, Jim. Happy to be here. Awesome. Great to have you on. Now, could you tell us real quickly, for those that are not familiar with you, Scott, a little bit about your background and how you got into the expertise that you got into?
1: Sure. I... uh... I spent most of my life in the retail grocery uh, business, managing uh, tons and tons of stores. And then, when I recognized that uh, we were computerizing and computers was kind of the the going to be you know the real thing, it wasn't a fad. I started teaching myself how to use them, right. and then transitioned in the mid 1990s to uh, training people on their computers and then building websites because the people I was training would say, "Well, do you know what this web thing is?" And can you? You know, can you build these? And I thought, well, okay, better learn how to do that. And right. then I uh, became a coach for the uh, Internet Marketing Center for a couple years. Uh-huh. And it was there that uh, I really had some epiphanies about how to, uh, you know, get your site found in Google quickly and, and those sort of things. And Which we and, won't be talking about here. <laughs> you no, know, that's right. And uh, they asked me actually to travel around the world and talk about uh, blogging and stuff uh, and I, which I did for about nine months, and I thought, you know, to talk two hours about blogging would just bore everybody. And I thought, well, maybe I've heard about this thing called podcasting, so maybe that was the thing. And you have to understand that it took me four months to figure out blogging, and I, and I thought, oh, I don't want to spend another. And I felt so stupid, right? right. And I didn't want to spend another four months trying to figure out podcasting. And much to my surprise, I was able to record a podcast, upload it, and download it all within about twenty minutes, and I was amazed how easy it was and i'm uh, you know from the old when i grew up there weren't typing you know typing classes were taken by girls who wanted to be secretaries. nobody else took a typing class so i'm a what i call a religious typist which is two fingers seek and you shall find right so to me to write an email is an arduous process because it just takes me forever to t- still takes me forever to type Right. but to talk and let people hear my enthusiasm and to express myself, uh, that just worked out really good. So uh, I thought, I I really felt that podcasting was going to be an amazing uh, journey and something that everybody (laughs) needed to be aware of. So I spent the last four years focusing on the copywriting side of my business and teaching people how to podcast.
0: Awesome. So tell people a little bit of kind of what you do and how, how you've been able to assist a bunch of people.
1: Sure. Well, there, I, first of all, I have if you go to iTunes and you and you do a search in podcasting on my name, you'll probably see about thirteen or fourteen podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've also helped people like Telman Knitsen and uh, Mike Philsane start up and Simon Leung start up all their podcasts. So they've kind awesome. of turned to me when when they need help. And A number of the podcasts that I've done, well, because here was the thing, right? Like, it's one thing to say, oh, yeah, you know, podcasting is good and everything else, and here are all the reasons, but, like, what actually happens when you do a podcast, right? Right. So the first one that uh, that I want to, there's three I want to just quickly go over. One is an alternative health podcast, and uh, in the last year, he's had about 20, uh, 7, thousand subscribers, he's had over fifty thousand downloads of the various episodes that we've recorded. and his business has doubled and he uh, and, and it's funny because when I'm talking to him, he, what we do on his particular podcast is we always say the phone number. He's got an eight one eight hundred number, and he's got a regular number, and he says if you've got any questions about your health and you want to talk to me and consult with me, call me at these numbers. And so I always say, you know, how are things going? And he says, the phone is ringing off the hook. And I go, well, you know, you've you've told 27,000 people to call you, and some of them are, are going to call, right?
0: Right, exactly. And just so people uh, – now –
1: one thing I want to mention, we're
0: not here to talk about podcasting, no, but um, could you, um, you know, um, I, I lost my train of thought there. Sorry about that, Scott. We're not talking but about
1: podcasting. <laughs> we're, not, we're
0: not really here talking about podcasting, but really here to, uh, so tell people, you know, you've, you, you've basically established a number of people in, in podcasting. But tell us really, I mean, obviously this. Whatever the podcasting has done for that, way, uh, the alternative health person, I mean, that is obviously they're getting a bunch of targeted subscribers from this podcasting platform.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: And for those people that may not be familiar, we may have newbies on the line, just explain real quickly fundamentally what
1: a podcast is. It's, it's simply an online radio or TV show. It can be audio, it can be video. It's delivered same way uh, your blog feeds are delivered to uh, RSS readers, except the cool thing is is that if you've got an iPod or an iPhone, it can be delivered, you know, plug your iPod into your computer, and right. you subscribe, you can unplug it in the morning, and you've got all the latest episodes, so it's a radio or TV show that you can listen to or watch whenever you want to, wherever you want to, uh, and... Uh, However you want to.
0: But you don't have to have, like, like a TV broadcast station. You don't have to have, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars of equipment, do you, to... to...
1: Not at all. Basically, if you've got a computer, you can get a free recording uh, program, or if you've got a a digital camera, there's flip cams that are really easy. Uh, All those sort of things will create your audio or your video almost uh, with very little effort on your part. And then you just have to decide on a hosting platform, or it could be your own, could be a specialized platform like mypodcastworld.com, and you're in business. And basically, you know, when I look at it, I do it all off of a $900 laptop, and the quality is probably just as good as when the Beatles were recording their, mu- their right. music in the 60s, right? Right. So basically, so this
0: podcasting allows you to get in front of uh, a larger audience beyond just people just looking on the search engines and allows you to get into a marketplace, right? Yeah. But now this is just, this is where, I want people to understand this is just free content. We're not talking about paid content.
1: That's right. This is content, this would be like your free newsletter that you would offer on your website and because what you want to do what we all know is is that 1 or 2% will buy the first time they see your sales page but really the other 97 98% they need to get to know you a bit better and the podcasting is is the way that that can occur because they can be listening to you as they're driving to work in fact i we did a i do a weight loss podcast and Uh, We mentioned one of our listeners who who had made a comment, and we mentioned her by name and where she was, and she happened to be listening to us on a CD that she had burned in her car on her way to work, and she said, I almost ran into the car in front of me. I was so surprised to hear my name (laughs) on this show. So you really are able to connect very, very closely with your audience. Right. I mean,
0: email, email only has so much of an emotional impact. And having uh, 20,000 Twitter followers doesn't necessarily
1: mean everyone's listening. That's right. And also, how much of a connection can you make in 140 characters? Exactly. So that's what—that's
0: a, a what a big gap podcasting closes closes there. So now I talked about you know um, I talked about earlier you know a lot of people are you know. Starting to divorce. There, the, you talked about this. There, there's this like divorce happening between the user and the computer.
1: Yeah, I, between the internet and the computer is the way I tend to put it. Because it used to be, if you wanted to listen to a podcast, you would have to go and download it onto your computer and then listen to it from there. Right. With the technology, with the new iPod Touch and the new iPhones and Zooms and those sort of things coming out, you no longer have to do that. And what that means for everybody is we're no longer shackled to our computers so we don't have to spend you know hours and hours at our desk in the basement in the dark corner you know reading our emails and and commu- communicating that way right. and already uh, the majority of people have cell phones and they're already you know they're talking or they're listening to something as you know just go down any busy street everybody's got something in their ear right? Oh
0: totally so, I always see these white these white
1: these, you white know, wires, earbuds, yeah. these
0: white earbuds that are in people's ears all the time.
1: That's right. So the question always is, is like, how do you connect with those people, right? Right. And if, if you've got a great story, you've got great information, wouldn't it be great if people could be hearing you when they're on the beach or where they're, when they're in the gym or when they're on their way to work? Right. All of these things, which a couple of years ago were it was really difficult to to do, but now the technology has changed to the point where – it's just the perfect time.
0: Totally. Well, and plus, a lot of high high broadband, you know, a lot of high speed broadband users are coming on, and it's becoming a you know, I, I think the uh, dial up, the dial up crowd is dwindling away, allowing uh, you know, and of course with all these phone companies laying all these fiber optic lines, the you know, bandwidth is just becoming faster and faster, so that. You know, I mean, every a lot of things are multimedia now.
1: Yeah, and that was one of the problems that we had three or four or five years ago when I started talking about podcasting was I would say, you know, 50% of uh, Americans basically had access to broadband. Well, now it's closer to 90%. And if you don't have it, go to Starbucks. Go to your local grocery store. The chances are they, you know, even some restaurants are just putting this in because they know that if they can get... Someone with his laptop sitting in Starbucks, he's going to be there for three or four hours. They love it because that's like two or three or four cups of coffee instead of one. Totally. Totally. So I did bring up the
0: fact earlier, you know, um, not only the fact are people fighting over Google keyword listings to get traffic to their site, and... uh, so the other biggest hurdle, for especially for a lot of non-technical folk, um, you know, I mean, you would have caught me seven years ago. There's no way I would have considered putting up a membership site. I didn't even know what a membership site was, mm-hmm. nor was the theory much, you know, much around at the time. It's now real popular. And then you've got the things that it takes for people to get into e-commerce, it's so uh there's so much stuff i mean even for me to set up a site it's it's very encompassing it's very you know it takes like all of my energies and for anyone if you threw me back 7 years ago i would be crippled you know and it's now so there's all these hurdles that are keeping people from making uh making money selling their content so what is the solution to this madness and avoiding
1: all that stuff and really making it easy for a person okay well let's assume that you can speak and let's assume that you have an area of expertise like for example jim yours would be or a passion even or a passion it could be keyword research like one of the one of the interesting things about the podcast that i do is that i'm not an expert on any of the topics i'm interested in those topics so i found an expert and i interview the expert and that's how we do it right right so How hard is it to either speak about something that you're really passionate about or you're interested in and you know a lot about or talk to somebody about something that you're passionate, interested in and don't know a lot about and record it. And you can record it as a video recording or, or an audio recording. And that's just totally up to you. Like if you're the type of person, you've got a camera and you like taking videos of the kids and all that sort of stuff and you're really good at it, great. But if you're not or maybe you don't feel like, you know, you look that good in front of the camera, that sort of stuff, you do the audio recording, and you create this information. Now, we've already talked a little bit about uh, podcasting and how you know it goes predominantly through iTunes. iTunes is kind of like the, the uh, Google of, I uh, almost said, 800-pound gorilla and Google at the same time. It's, like it's But it really is the 800-pound gorilla of sound and video and all that sort of stuff because there's been over 5 billion digital downloads through iTunes. that's amazing it is huge so and what is that tells me people are actually clicking the buy button they are i mean like that's a minimum 99 cents right it's a minimum 99 cents per download right because this i'm not talking about what podcast uh, downloads go through it or any of that sort of stuff this is just uh, audio or video content right so if you can talk about it or you can interview somebody and you can make an mp3 then or an mp4 then you can basically put it into the itunes store you've already got a uh, hundred fifty million iPods that are out there and and probably fifty or sixty million iPhones that are out there and it also just works on your regular computer as well so uh, the average person, when they go to iTunes, they spend over 111 minutes, so almost two hours wandering around. So, if, Wow. Yeah, so if you know something about yoga or golf or real estate or investing or any of those things, those people are looking for that type of information in iTunes. And some of it they'll get in, in audio. In audio and in video, right, because there's right. no written word. And that's one of the things that... The auditory learner is about 38% of the population. These are people that they get it a lot better when they listen, I, when they listen and they watch.
0: And that's a high percentage.
1: That's a high percentage. And we know this for a fact because when we had just dial up before, the Internet was a, was a newspaper. It had pictures. It had words. That's a newspaper, right? Right. And then what happened three or four years ago as speeds started getting faster? Also, our computers got better. They could process these bigger files. Someone said, oh, man, you got to put, like, just read your sales letter, put a little button that says play, and people will p- click that, they'll listen to it, and you're, how much did the sales go up? 40%, right? Because you were looking after those auditory learners. Right. And, and and no, nowadays
0: i mean i see a lot of powerpoint presentations where you just see just the video on the screen and uh you have to wait till the video ends until the person reveals where to go to get whatever it is the video is talking about so
1: yeah. a lot of
0: people are just using video and they're they're like skipping all the rubbish of of doing those long sales letters not no 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 offense against you there scott <laughs> yeah,
1: i feel like writing them
0: i know you do i know you do but <laughs> I mean people I notice people are going to a much simpler format it's much more personable it's yep. like you know there's someone real behind the website you know and especially you know when we're talking here on the line uh, and people are listening it's we, we are real people but here's the thing so now you're basically saying that iTunes is is a
1: center not just for music but it's for premium spoken word content That's exactly what I'm saying. And the cool thing is, is very few people know this. Hmm. And the the sad part of this is that you and I, if we take this recording and try and sell it through iTunes, they won't talk to us.
0: Right. I was going to ask you, like, I mean, I'm not Sony. I am not Zig Ziglar. I am not Tony Robbins. I'm, shoot, I'm not even uh, Rich Sheffrin. No. You know,
1: uh, so... You know, why is iTunes going to deal with me? Well, they're not. Or how? Yeah, they're not because they don't want to send out, you know, three million checks for $4. Right, right. And and so what they've done is they've closed the doors. And this was a problem that I spent the last four months trying to figure out because I thought, man, I've been telling everybody, you know, you can do these podcasts, you can drive a lot of traffic. I've shown... You know, hundreds of thousands of people will listen to podcasts that I've done. and But the problem is that if they're listening on the beach and they're thinking, oh, yeah, this is really cool, this is great, there's not that immediacy. Like if they're reading a sales letter or they're watching it on the, on your computer, it's like push this button to buy. You push it, you go to PayPal, you buy, and you're done. But if you're out on the beach or you're working out in the gym or you're on, in commuting to work or any of these other places where you could connect with these people and right. they're excited, then they, then some guy goes and kicks sand in their face, and they get all upset or whatever, and they get home, and the wife's screaming. or they, Whatever happens, they get distracted, and then they never buy. So there's right. this disconnect. And the, the question was, like, how could – if we could ever figure out how you could talk to somebody, they could listen on their iPod or their iPhone, and then take an action and buy, we would have the, the golden goose.
0: Yep. Except you weren't Sony. So you figured out this way.
1: That's right. There's a, there's a, there is a way that we can work with particular people to get into iTunes, and the, 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 there are certain little details that need to be, we need to make sure are, are, are done for our MP3s and our MP4s to be at a certain standard, but uh, basically anybody can get in uh, if, if they follow a couple really simple steps. Gotcha. And that's, so. that's the exciting part of all of this. So one
0: of the things I really like about iTunes, and I mean, trust me, I've gone under the spell and I've gotten like, you know, the first time I think I went in there and the first three times I'd say, I mean, I would say I hung out for for a pretty long time because there's so many different things of interest in there. And the one thing that's really nice about the fact that uh, iTunes – already captures and locks and loads the person's payment information into it so that all you have to do is it's
1: one-click purchasing. That's right. And that's what's so – It's just amazing when you think about it, right? It's like
0: being in a candy store.
1: It is. Like if you're –
0: Click, click, click. Oh, I spent $75 in like a few
1: clicks. That's right. And the other part of that is if you're – Oh, if you're, um, if you've got an iPhone or you've got a little contraption, uh-huh. right, who wants to type in your name, your address, your phone number, your street, your postal code, your all the credit time. card number, like all those things that you would have to do on a computer. At least you have a full-size keyboard to do it. Or right. you've got, like, some, you know, some automatic Form filler program on your computer that does right. it for you, but if you're like, just imagine you're on the beach, you're listening to this great podcast. Yeah, this is cool. I really want to get Jim's keyword research seminar, and then you, and then you're like, click, click. Oh, sh-. you know, darn, I made a spelling mistake. And it's it's just this itty bitty teeny weeny itsy bitsy keyboard, and it would just drive you nuts. You're not going to do it. Your customers are not going to do it. It's not easy, but in iTunes, they they already have that information. It's already stored. That's part of what happens when you join iTunes. You give them a credit card number, and that's why there's no such thing as spamming through this whole platform, right? It's kind of like iTunes, Internet Explorer. They're like one's a cinnamon apple pie and one's a lemon meringue pie. They're both pies, so they're the same, but they're different. Right. And, and it's kind of like if I if the Internet Explorer kept your all of that information, right? So you could go to any site you want, push one little button, and it would just charge your credit card without any concern. Right. Uh, it'd be wonderful. But that's what happens with iTunes. Like people are searching through it, and it's kind of like you even have little gift cards, right? People right. give gift cards away. Well, here's a $25 gift card. They go, well, what am I going to spend it on? Oh, well, I don't know, right? In fact, at Christmas time, I swear, that's when the biggest bump up every year in. Uh, iTunes is. And iTunes sales occurs, right? Because grandpa gets an iPod for Christmas and, and and a card and he goes to his grandson and says, Oh, what do I do with this? And the grandson sets it all up and everything else and shows him how it all works and then he's in there going, Oh, okay, well, oh, here's a here's a course on history, <laughs> you know, something, right? Like buys it, right? Puts his card number in and away it goes. So it's just a very, very easy way for people to spend money. So let me ask you, so
0: hypothetically speaking, let's say, um, and I know you've also got a number of different updates about, you know, with the iPod Touch is now also Internet ready and all that sort of stuff. Yep. But let's say I want to, let's say for all the callers on the line, just to kind of get their brains jump started, say I have, say I am uh, John Brown and I have a book on how to make love all night long.
1: Oh, I want it for a man,
0: for a man, right, okay, so you automatically want it, but I have a problem. I have it in an ebook format,, yep. so you telling me that all I have to do is sit down and read this book, and if I don't know anyone, uh I can have someone else do it, put it into an audio that's somewhat of quality, and then talk to the people that you, all the distributors that you know of to get this submitted to iTunes, and I could, and me, John Brown, could get my, my audio book about how to make love all night long onto iTunes?
1: Yep. And not only that, it's a non-exclusive agreement. which Really? Means that you could take that audio and put it on your sales page for your book, or put it as a bonus for your book, Right. and you could sell it all day long off of that site. And, of course, you keep 100% of the profit. And right it would end up in places like Walmart's online uh, digital download store, uh, Amazon MP3 store, Mm -hmm. uh, probably 30 or 40 other places around the Internet that have these types of of download stores. Right.
0: Wow. So you get really, really broad coverage, not just the iTunes directory. No. And,
1: of course, iTunes is probably 80% of this whole, like if you look at it as a pie, they're about 80%. But all these other slivers are, I mean, they're massive when you look at the numbers, right? Yeah. Now, do I have to worry about,
0: like, do I have to have a merchant account to give to iTunes? Do I have to worry about refunds? Do I have to worry about customer service? No. People buying my stuff? No. You don't have to worry about any of those things. It's almost like I'm like an affiliate, or I should say iTunes is kind of like an affiliate for me.
1: Well, th- yeah, they're basically what they're doing is they're looking after all of the e-commerce for you, so that uh-huh. you don't have to worry about it. You can focus on creating more and more great content. Right. It. The other thing is too is like, let's say Susie really likes that, or George really likes that book that you just read. Right. Mm-hmm. He wants to get it, and he he let, now let's say that Sam also wants it. Sam buys it off your website. George buys it through iTunes. Neither of them have a clue what they're doing. So George, who bought it through iTunes, he says, well, I I didn't get it. I don't know what So he contacts iTunes. Their customer service looks after everything and helps him and shows him exactly how to get it onto his iPod or his iPhone and how he can listen to it and all that sort of good stuff. And I don't
0: have to get a call like in my house or email. The
1: other guy, he's emailing you like 30 times an hour because he can't figure this whole thing out and is in a total panic.
0: Oh, and he doesn't know how to log into his account or get to the download link. And
1: so he's calling you. Right,
0: right. Or or worst of all, and this happens to me all the time, is our customer receipts and our instructions end up in the junk box. Yeah. Yeah. And what I really love about, because of the platform that iTunes has set up, they've made it so seamless where you just stick your iPod in and then it puts it on there. You don't have to, like, physically move a file and there's no... So they make it
1: literally drop dead easy for delivery onto someone's device. That's right, and with the changes that are occurring, like I said, the new iPod Touch is internet connected, and wow. that means that you can buy it off the off the iPod Touch. It's downloaded right onto your iPod, and then you just push play. There's, That's
0: insane. So, same
1: with the iPhone.
0: Well, one of the things I I thought about is like okay. You know, I mean, what? just to get people's brains going again here, you know, I'm nowadays because these things, these devices are so Internet-ready, you know, say you have a situational thing where I've just gone and I've <clears> – <throat> for the first time I went to Paris, France. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and we're at the train station or we're, you know, we're, say we're, we're at a train station, we're waiting, we just got there. Uh, coming from the airport and we're trying to get off and we just feel lost you know how it is when you get to a place you just don't know where you're going yeah. and um it's all great and you're excited about going to see the eiffel tower and all this sort of stuff but you know i mean all of a sudden you're going you know you you know you you, you look around and you see a bunch of strange people and then you 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 none pull of out your eyes with that none of whom speak english None of whom speak English, and they have a you know a really thick accent too. To, to you know, Parisians are very—it's a very thick accent. So all of a sudden, I go over to my iPhone, which is you know I, I carried with me or what have you, and I go to the marketplace, and all of a sudden I'm looking up stuff on Paris, France, in the iTunes marketplace, which I have access to inside my phone, yep. in my iPhone, and all of a sudden I see oh, there's somebody who has some insider tips on dining or what have you uh travel guides that sort of thing and all of a sudden i can boom one click and now i supposedly you know i could read their uh, read their description to see if it fits with what i want mm-hmm. but now i've got but now i've got um i've got some way to get instant access to information off the thing That's so i mean you, you people's minds can go wandering there to to think about You know, how many different places are people stopping in a certain place looking for information or guidance or something? You know, I mean, travel is a huge thing.
1: Massive. massive. Um, So I just wanted to put that out there, kind of get people's brains going. Yeah, the, the number of potential niche markets that you could be targeting with your podcasts and your information through iTunes is unlimited. And the thing is is that and i like I use this example all the time. I have a weight loss and the mind podcast targeting you know people that want to diet and lose weight and all the rest of it right and there's maybe a hundred and twenty podcasts on that topic. We know right. there's over a hundred million websites in Google on that topic, right, and those people that are auditory learners and and are starting to learn keep you know being exposed more and more to podcasts and that sort of stuff, they're going on there looking for information and we you know it's not that competitive when there's only 120 of you compared to when there's 100 million of you right
0: mhm
1: so we're at the beginning of a huge curve upwards and i think that you'd mentioned before that trend of the computer and the internet divorcing is is going to accelerate this because all of a sudden it's like i can get great information off of iTunes and Amazon MP3 and all these other different places, and I don't have to be stuck at home on my computer. Awesome.
0: That's awesome.
1: And, I mean, you can't even get
0: to iTunes from Google. There's no search engine listings because they don't index. There are no pages to index because this is – iTunes is right on someone's desktop, either their Apple or their PC computer.
1: That's right. That's right, and they basically have the – keys to the castle. Mm -hmm. So how much do they take?
0: What's the cut that they get?
1: Well, obviously, for all the things that they do, they take a little (laughs) percentage. And I think one of the things you have to understand is, uh, for comparative purposes, if you were a rock band, Jim, and Sony Music or EMI signed you to a a record deal, the chances are you would get maybe $0.10, maybe $0.50 a CD. Now, these people are going to be selling hundreds of thousands of CDs, maybe millions of CDs, so it works out to a nice income for you, but it's really you know, 0.1% sort of thing is what you're going to be getting. Mm-hmm. When you go into iTunes and it's your own material and everything else, well, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. If you were an affiliate... So I've got a product. I want to sell it. You've got a list of 20, 30, 100,000 people. Right. And I, and I said, you know what, Jim, I've got this product. I want to sell it. Uh, I want you to help me sell it. I'm going to give you a percentage. What would be the typical percentage that you would expect to get normally and probably all the super affiliates would expect to get as well?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What would that number be?
0: 40%, uh, 50%.
1: Okay. So you're going to want 40 or 50% of my... So if it's ten dollars, you're going to want four to five dollars. Right. Okay. So what iTunes does is they take twenty percent.
0: Not a bad cut. No,
1: that's right. I mean, so, and I don't have I don't have hosting fees, right? I don't have to host that audio, do I? Uh, no. Gotcha. See, that's a good question. I had to think about it for a second. No, you basically hand over all the material, and uh, you're done it's just you just wait every month for the check to come through from iTunes to your distributor and to you and you're set.
0: Awesome. Well, okay, I'm sure there's a bunch of people on the line going, "Okay. Uh yeah, I could definitely see the advantage of doing audio stuff over sitting there typing a 105 page ebook because I mean, you and I have created this and not only that with the knowledge that you gave me Uh, I have been able to uh, create my own audio, uh, which I am in the process right now of submitting to iTunes. Cool. But how can you assist others on the phone on the line with us today? And I'm looking at we've got 196 webcast attendees, and I believe we have maxed out our lines at 250 people. So we've got 446 people. Got no wanting to know, you know. Okay, how do I get my stuff, my sp- my premium content, my spoken word content, my uh, spoken eBooks? How can I get that on iTunes?
1: Well, I what I wanted to do was expose iTunes. So I wrote an eBook called iTunes Exposed, and then I interviewed uh, one of the top. Uh, digital distributors that works with iTunes, uh-huh. they have paid out over $100 million to content producers in the last two or three years.
0: And we're talking like uh, just regular folk, you you know, like you and I. They're, these aren't like big-name bands. No, there's no, this isn't Rolling
1: Stones or The Beatles or Coldplay or... Tony Robbins or... Tony Robbins or, or any of these. These are people like you and I that uh, are just putting up their materials and they're and they're just they're sell- some of them are selling tens of thousands of downloads a month too it's just amazing because again there's not a lot of competition this is like there's huge demand there's over 200 million iPhones and iPods that are out there to say nothing of all the other MP3 players and Sony Walkman type things that are out there and there's not a lot of people that are putting out any content that these people can like. There's lots of music, but when it comes to the spoken word, education, continuing education, personal development, uh, you know, stuff on investing and all the rest of it, it's minuscule. So this is just a great time to get involved.
0: I, I would definitely agree. And, I mean, I don't think I... I don't think I know anyone more qualified than you, especially because you teach people this stuff at at your podcast boot camps. Well, you don't teach this, you haven't taught this uh, iTunes premium stuff, but you've been teaching this, I, I, the podcasting, for four years. and That's
1: right. Um, well, and this, see, the technology has finally caught up to me. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can put it, right? Because... The, it was the missing piece was always how could you how could you use the podcast to promote something that someone could buy and right. until recently it just it just really wasn't there and now we've we've got it we've figured it out. Theres only four or five um, places that you can go online that that uh, will be able to get you into iTunes. So what I did is I went and I talked to all of them and i and i I basically took the pros and the cons I compared them all. I went through the process and showed everyone the process, depending on which one you wanted to, to, that worked for you, because there are a lot of different, uh, there's a lot of differences between what people will offer, right? So you've got to look at what are your goals, how do you want to grow your business, and then you find the best match. So I'm not going to say this is the place to go for everybody, because that, in my opinion, is not true. Right. You have to look at your situation, you have to look at the information, and then you make an informed decision. Because right, because... Go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say, because different distributors structure their financial... the way they charge yep. differently.
1: That's right. And also, some of them do um, do things... Uh, they come from a different place, so they have a different perspective. And to give you just a quick example, one of them... let's suppose, Jim, that you decided to do an event. So you mm-hmm. do this weekend event, and we call it the Keyword Research Summit or something, Okay. And you decide, you know what would be cool? It would be cool to make up, you know, there's going to be 300 people there. It would be cool to make up maybe four or 500 T-shirts and sell them at the event for 10 bucks or 20 bucks or something, right? Right. Well, now, normally, if you're me, okay, I can't take a credit card unless you put it through your PayPal account, right? So now I'm going to have these people get logged on, go to PayPal, and this is just a pain, right? Right. But one of these companies will give you a ka-ching, ching machine so you just take the credit card at the back of the room, ka-ching, ka-ching, it. At the end of the event, you bundle up all the credit card slips, send them to back to this company. They process the whole thing for you and send you a check for all of your auxiliary sales. Wow. Yeah. Now, if you're not doing that sort of stuff, that company might not be the best choice for you, right?
0: Right. But if you just want to go online, just do digital stuff.
1: Just do digital stuff, right? So, but those are sort of the things that, you know, maybe you say, well, I don't today, but maybe tomorrow I do, right? So, but if you don't know that you can even do that, I mean, when I found out about it, I was just blown away. I said, yeah, like you could do caps and t-shirts and bangles and bracelet stuff or, you know, whatever. you know what." It, other books, right? Let's say you've got three books on keyword research at the back, and you say, you know, if you, if you go right now and buy them, if they're $10 each. And you say, great, 30 bucks. here you go. Give me my credit. Here's my credit card. Boom, boom, and you're done, right? Right. And that's fast compared to, you know, they all get. you've all got a laptop. No. Well, if you don't go to the back, go on that laptop, sign into your PayPal account, send me the money. Now I have to go into my account and check to make sure you actually did it. Right. So now I've got 300 people you you're, that's chaos,
0: right? It is total chaos for sure, and you don't even feel a thing when you have people just buying it off of uh, iTunes, and you're, and you, you literally have a, a concentrated. These people are trapped within the marketplace. They can't go outside to Google. They can't go outside to a search engine. They're stuck within this environment.
1: That's right, and they want to be in this environment. No, this of course, is a cool environment, it's, right? I mean, it, it really is. iTunes is pushing stuff at them all the time. And these, like, 5 billion downloads, the iPhone app store has had over a billion downloads. It's only been open for, like, a year. Mm-hmm. And that was the other thing is I thought, well, what's kind of, I've always asked myself the question, what's next, right? And I said, okay, right. I figured this iTunes thing out. Well, what's next? And I thought, well, what's going on with the, the iPhone, right? right. So I, I added a bonus to this whole course that I put together, which was showing you some of the things that are going on in the iPhone arena, right? Right, and there's another opportunity
0: there, lying.
1: Right. Absolutely. And it's that is insane. And these are all things that are somewhat out of the box today, and it gives us great opportunity. And, and I want to give you an example of an iPhone app that somebody made. Okay. And it, it's like, a, there's this musical instrument called the Okanara, I uh-huh. think that's how it's said. And it's like a little... Ball of clay with uh, four holes on the top and a, a hole to blow in, and I guess a hole where the music comes out, and you just you know cover these four holes and you can make musical notes right. I actually have one, which is really wild. well this some guy said, okay i 'm going to make an iPhone app that basically it'll have four buttons on the top, you blow into the mouthpiece, and it'll make music based on what four holes you quote unquote cover right right He sold it for ninety nine cents now. Take a guess how many he's sold.
0: A couple thousand. You
1: know, yeah, that's a good guess because, you know, I've never heard of it before. You've probably never heard of it before. Right. 800,000. Wow. Yeah. So just imagine, at 99 cents, 800,000 downloads, uh, you know, and, you know, iTunes keeps like 20%. So, you know, the guy, he just made a fortune for something that is really silly Right. right when you think about it. But you could do an iPhone app for the travel idea that you had, right? You could mm-hmm, do one. Here's the map to my favorite restaurants in San Diego. Oh, cool, right? Someone would, you know, no problem. More you know, audio San Diego. They want to eat. They see this little app. They go, boom, bing, 99 cents. No big deal because I'm visiting. I'm spending 120 bucks a night in my hotel. Right. And uh, here's a great place to go eat. So I'm in, right? And everybody coming there, you could sell hundreds of thousands of that of that app. Right? So, so, do you also share inside
0: iTunes exposed about how you do the podcasting? Because I think you said there's also a, there's a an audio quick start, right?
1: Uh, there is an audio quick start, yeah. And uh, I I actually have another course called Podcasting Unleashed, which covers how to get up and running in a with your podcast and basically following the instructions that i give you in that course in twenty minutes you can have your first podcast up and running and, nice. yeah, and usually itunes will approve you within two days they say a week but my experience is, is about two days and so and, and in my podcast boot camps we on the second day everybody's podcast is live they put an episode up and they're shouting out all day i've got twelve subscribers 10
0: subscribers. (laughs) And they didn't have to go out and get any links into their site or anything like that. They have
1: no idea where these people came from except that it's just kind of like if you had a golf website in 1991, everyone would be coming to your golf site because there's only three.
0: Right, right, right. And
1: this is what's going on in this area. It's like history is repeating itself. If you missed the first big boom of 1992 or 3 to ninety six, ninety seven, uh, when people were jumping on board this and, and fortunes were made, it's about to repeat itself in what I call the unweb.
0: Right. Totally. There is such a huge thing. Now all my s su- subscribers, they know that whenever I um I, I always try to go out over and above the call of duty and and try to you know, I, I don't like to wrestle people to the ground, but you, you know, I like to get—I sure. like to get a good deal for my subscribers. So, what what have you put together for niche uh, NicheBot subscribers?
1: Well, the uh, iTunes expose is 32 pages. There's no fluff. It tells you exactly what you need to do to get your content into iTunes. Mm-hmm. And I did an audio interview with uh, one of the major distributors, the one that's paid out $100 million, and right. I grilled him on all the secrets so you know everything you need to know when you're dealing with either them or any of the other people that I recommend.
0: Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I
1: put together also the bonus package for the iPhone Exposed. And, uh, you know, we're not going to charge $97. We're not going to charge $67. Mm-hmm. The uh, the the price of it is $27. Uh,
0: I think that, yeah, the first action takers should always get <clears throat> they should always get some sort of an advantage over everybody else and this is never even been discussed to anyone outside of nichebot it's not been discussed as far as i'm concerned anywhere on how to get your stuff onto itunes the paid
1: stuff yeah there's there is no information i looked cuz i thought well let, let you know wouldn't it be just nice to get somebody's book and read it there is not this is not Known, it's particularly in in any of the industries that I'm in, and it just and it blew me away. The other thing that I wanted to say too, I almost forgot, Jim was, uh, I'm doing a monthly um, sort of group coaching. We call it iTunes Empowerment Session, mm-hmm, where we mm-hmm. answer any questions anyone's got, we anything that's new that's happening, like the iPod Touch that we just found out was uh, internet uh, ready, and all that sort of stuff gets we get we share that information on a monthly basis. And for those people that sign up we're going to give you that first month for free, so you can check it out and and uh, and there's already i believe a couple of other recordings already in there that's right that's right because we've we want to get a little bit ahead of the of the curve and give some extra value so we've we've already had some of our beta testers have have had some questions and and some really excellent questions too no doubt which uh, which is always i love that because one of the things I love doing is not knowing what the question is, and then figuring it out like on the spot There's exactly a rush that comes from that
0: and i I will spill the beans on the fact that I actually talked about um, keyword research. Uh, we did a you and I did mm-hmm. a uh, a little I, I talked to you about a couple of sneaky ways of getting your content um, searched for and getting it recognized on iTunes because it's a totally different beast. And I gave you a couple ways we did a uh, special unadvertised bonus no one should really know about on this call, but we did do one that gets delivered, like, on day five. Um, So we're constantly adding value to the package.
1: That's right. And I think it's really important to understand that keyword research, market research, is the foundation. It doesn't matter, you know, how cool, you know, podcasting is or selling stuff on iTunes is if you're targeting absolutely the wrong people. Right. And you're an expert at that, Jim. No you doubt. You really, really want to grow this fast.
0: Yep. And I think it's important to mention you do have a unconditional money-back guarantee on this. Yep. If someone's absolutely not happy with it, um, I think we've explained pretty clearly. Uh, I think you have, Scott. As Thank you as you know, uh exactly what this is about. This is about getting premium content onto iTunes. Yep. And so, you know, I mean it it doesn't take much to get started and I think one of the most important things is that it you really don't barely can get started with very little uh any money outlay. I mean because it There's doesn't no cost out- much to get signed up, does it? No. At these distributors, right? No,
1: you they some of them are free, they'll take a percentage, some of them have a, a fee, and that's why it's important to look at all the different options and then decide what the best option for you is. And uh, But really, if you've got a recorder and you can make an MP3, you can get it into iTunes and um, and start selling. And I mean, like you said at the beginning, right, like if you wanted to sell on a web page, There's a lot of technical things that you need to do, and this is just like talk, share your enthusiasm, your excitement, your wonderful information, and let iTunes do all the work for you.
0: Exactly. And I wanted to make make sure we've got a couple minutes left before uh, we're offline, but... People do not have to, I, I want people to understand they don't have to record their own voice. There are people that will do it for you, voiceover people. In fact, um, I have a gentleman out in Romania who is a friend of mine. He runs VoiceOverPal, uh, voiceoverpal.com, just like PayPal. And I'm uh, very cheap, very cheap to get someone a professional voice. So, I want people to understand if you're not as an excitable person as I am or you're not as you don't get as excited when you're creating audio or what have you, you don't have to do this yourself. It's almost like you can outsource this just like you can outsource writing a book. Yeah. So, on that note, thank you very much Scott for sharing all your wisdom and everything that you've shared the content on how you've uh Presented everything with how people can tap into this marketplace and um, and making this opportunity available for everyone. I think it's really important. I think there's going to be uh, some people that are going to be very happy at a new profit center they're
1: going to be able to start. That's right. I thank you very much, Jim. It's, I've been I'm just so excited to be here, and I and I can't wait to hear all the success stories of everybody that's trying the iTunes. I can't
0: wait to either. So on that note, everyone, what you need to do is make sure after this webcast is over, make sure to hit your button. And thanks for everyone to taking uh, an hour out of your day today. I feel very privileged to have you as my NicheBot subscriber. And um, thanks, everyone, for, uh, for attending tonight. And hope you have a great rest of the week. Take care, everyone. Good night.
1: If you're interested in finding out more of iTunes Exposed, head over to www.ShowcaseMyProduct.com forward slash iTunes. Thanks for joining us. See you next time, everybody.